Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We're back. Can't keep, uh, can't keep the man down. Are we the man? I feel like we're the man. We're now the man. We are tough because... Well, many people are being victims to what's going on with censorship and what's uh, happening in the world where you can't speak up freely. Thankfully, we've been able to use our resources to fight back and we had gotten our channel restored Mm -hmm. and we're here live. This is real. We are not fake like Joe Biden. There's no holograms. (laughs) Are you sure? I don't know. Passed through my skin. Anyway, guys, we we finally got the channel back so we can post now. Elijah and I can post now on our individual channels. So that's really great as well, because for people who live and work on the Internet, it's a bit disconcerting when big tech just randomly decides to uh, make sure that you can't say what you want to say. My name is Sydney Watson. And my name is Elijah Schaefer. We have some insane breaking stories that are happening right now, including the insanity that's happening at the border. And we're going to explain to you the entire conundrum and the uh, attempt to take down this show here on, uh, well, I guess here on what we were trying to do as the launch of a brand new podcast. Anyway, mm-hmm. we are live in Dallas, Texas, and you are here. So the insanity is breaking right now, and I was going to open up and start talking about uh, what happened, why we were banned, how we're not technically unbanned yet, (laughs) but how we're able to come to you live here. But unfortunately, uh, breaking news comes before us, and on this show, as we go live, it is our duty to tell you what's happening, and Sydney uh, regrettably has to... break to you some some very saddening news were happening from the East Coast. So for those who haven't read the news as yet, there has been a mass shooting in uh, Collierville, I believe is the way that you pronounce it, in Tennessee at a Kroger grocery store. So at this point, we know that at least two people are dead and 13 more were injured in the shooting. The shooter himself, oh, I'm presuming himself, actually, I probably shouldn't assume that, um, has uh, taken their own life. So we can, we can keep you guys updated as things happen. But I think at this point, it's just an incredibly sad story. Reading through the news articles uh, this afternoon as this was happening, uh, some of them were saying that that people were hiding uh, in locked rooms. People were getting on the roof to avoid being shot at. Uh, we don't know much more than that. Um, details are still coming, so we, we'll keep you guys updated. But it's just incredibly sad when these things happen, and it's super tragic for the two people that have lost their lives. And mm-hmm. I hope that the others who've been injured uh, also don't have uh, critical critical injuries because that would that would just be horrible. It's just yeah. horrible, these whole things. If you believe in God, please be praying for those that are injured. And if uh, at, at all, please uh, check on anyone you might know that might be in the area, that they're safe. And uh, always send your thoughts and prayers as well, no matter what you believe, because together we can be united as a country. And we got to not forget to actually come together in times like this to realize that these things, uh, guns are not new in the country. And mm-hmm. we did not always have mass shootings. And obviously we can't get into it too descriptively as a live show. YouTube has put massive restrictions on that regard. But what we can say is that the act of hatred towards your own people shows a degradation of society that we need to pray against, speak out against. And, um, you know, obviously people are hurting right now, and this is not a time for divide. So before we go any further, please go ahead and do that. Anyway, I do want to say on that note, obviously you guys might have known um, we were not on air for a couple days because 
YouTube posthumously banned us from the air. Mm-hmm. We were not banned entirely. We were on blazetv.com. And if you use the code censored, you got 25 bucks off. It was our best deal ever. We were trying to back you guys up. I even bought a few people subscriptions. I knew what was going on. We weren't trying to hold that back. We built a, a rumble as well. We have a rumble channel now as a backup and also as an alternative if you don't want to support YouTube. And we're here and we're live. You are here. So are we. And we're going to get into this for a second. Well, also, I think that we should introduce our beautiful guest who's joining us uh, in the studio. I think she's an Elijah expert. I feel like (laughs) she knows a lot about this one human called Elijah. So uh, Kezia is uh, actually Elijah's beautiful wife. Who Crocs is here. on from YouTube. Crocs on from YouTube. She's a, a very, very clever human being. Also happens to be Australian, has a much better accent than I do. So everybody leave your nice comments about her beautiful accent. Kezia, how you doing? I'm good. It's bring your wife to work day today. So really happy to be here. <laughs> this is your debut on You Are yeah. Here. And I know that, Sid, you and I get often confused. <laughs> I was thinking that you should have started the show as me. Yeah. And then I could have walked in and gone, who? Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. Sydney Watson. Yeah. And then it here just switches between the two of you and you go, oh. <laughs> you know, people always think that all the time. They mm. always go, it's so nice you have a lovely show with your wife. And it's like, this hoe? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. And she's not a hoe, but to me, she's a hoe for show. Because we both hoes and we, we getting down here. And I swear, I'm like, I would not speak to, like that to my wife. Because everyone, every married he guy. He does speak no, no. like that to me. I know, I can do it. Be quiet, woman. No, but every man watching this knows this is your number one goal is to make sure that your wife is happy and that your wife has a uh, a good life and i could never speak to you like i speak to sydney (laughs) (laughs) he couldn't he couldn't be arguing with uh, you on air about nonsense every single day of the week because he does that at home yeah, Sid, like... So it's it's a beautiful thing, you know, where if, if you're arguing with your wife about absolutely nonsensical topics, you know that you're more justified than coming in the office and, like, yelling at me about, I don't know, dead bodies and 900-year-old people. Because yeah. I, I feel like that's a general thing, right? No, and, you know, and what's <laughs> funny, though, is that speaking of racism and all Asians look the same, is that people who say that and they go, that's racism, you can't talk about Asians all looking alike, but... When it comes to white people, mm. the white people, they, the, we, the white people, the we people, they say, <laughs> oh, people always get it mistaken. They just go, OK, so um, you're you know, you have a tall whitish person that's on your on your show. It must be your wife. Unfortunately for them, though, um, my wife is here and she is back with her savage takes you why don't you have a podcast i've been asking her this she's so savage to these men like i mean it is so insane how truthful you are where's your podcast hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price priceline um, I don't have a podcast. Yeah, but why, Kezia? Why? I don't know. I don't. Maybe I should start one. But sometimes I feel like, who needs to hear it? I 
tell it to Elijah every day. I tell it to you every day, Sydney. <laughs> okay, but so. you were saying something. I know that we there's a bunch of things we want to get into, especially about Biden talking about <laughs> let's send the migrants to Gitmo, which is mental for those of you who haven't read that story, and some of the other things that are going on at the moment. But mm. Kez, you said something to me the other day that I think is very poignant mm. and that I think a lot of men deserve to hear and a lot of people deserve All to hear. All right, you want to start with that? I do. I want to I want to talk about how, just quickly, because I think that, that your... Uh, genius, because a lot of the times Elijah and I are stealing the things that you say to us and we tweet it because you, you have these good one-line takes. You have very good ideas. I often use the things that you say in my videos about, you know, men's issues or about feminism and whatnot. You were talking the other day about how we need stronger fathers in the picture. And I think that I think that's something that, that people deserve to, you know, have discussed. Yeah, I think what we were, were talking about is, I guess, my issue with conservative men or whatever. I love men. I know you do as well. I love to encourage them and support them. But I had recently been thinking a lot about conservative men. And one thing that I had seen well, a lot of, I don't know, like I just different things that I've seen online from different male conservative creators or whatever is there's a lot of, um, can I say slut? Yeah, you can yeah, say slut. Slut shaming. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. And not in the, the real feminist sense, but really like, oh, she's an e-thought. Oh, she's blah, blah, blah. And just like mocking, degrading and tearing down women for being really sexually promiscuous. Mm -hmm. And um, we all know JLP, Jordan Peterson, and how he goes, slut maker. He's a slut maker. Jordan and I Peterson? Was, Jesse Lee Peterson. Jesse Lee like, Peterson. Jordan Peterson. <laughs> that would be is crazy. Like, hey, yeah. But I, but I, but I was thinking okay, Jordan like Jordan Peterson calling people sluts. Imagine, <laughs> I know, that. imagine that would be funny. But <laughs> these conservative men tear down these women, and I would, and a specifically Christian conservative men or Catholic conservative men, where we believe in the Bible that men have a God-given right to be ahead of women, over women, and to protect them. And you see these men laughing and tearing down these women. Oh, sh look at her. She's an ethot. Oh, blah, 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 all this sort of stuff. And you go, hold on, but you believe that you were supposed to be over women and protect them. And how are these, like, girls don't just pop out of the womb wanting to sleep with every They're single man. They're not just man. whores by genetic no, who, what it, what makes a whore? A slut maker, you know? It's the men who let the women down, who then... You know, they mock these women and then they go and watch pornography and jerk off to it. And you go, you and you've got the nerve <laughs> she goes. to mm -hmm. go and mock these women and laugh at them when it was your God-given duty to protect them and and look after them. And you were the ones that created these this type of women, the weak, loose women who feel like they need to behave in a certain way. You know, oh, I need to sleep with him. Otherwise, he won't love me or he'll leave me or whatever. So it's the men's responsibility to hold the women to a higher position. And when I see these conservative men mocking and tearing down these women and you go, but it was your job to lead them. Mm -hmm. It was your job to protect them and guide them. And if you believe in God, it was your God-given duty to do so. And you didn't do it. And then you've got the nerve to mock the you know, the, the results of what, the result of, of what of your, your lifestyle. Yeah, of your thing. And even like women, like, yeah, when you were talking about fathers, mm -hmm. you can often see like, oh, that girl's got daddy issues or that guy, you know, he didn't, he wasn't raised with a dad. So he behaves in a certain way. We all know the importance of fathers. We all know the importance of fathers. 
That's my rant. I love how I love how <laughs> the end of this is just a deep sigh of I know. The end of that is La- like boys be effing up. They be yeah. ho- the boys be man slutting and the girls be ho hoing. Yeah. And the boys I'm doing this in my in my in my uh, Sasha Barracon voice, but what does he say? <laughs> I don't know where you're going with this. Yeah, I, I, but he always like it's like book of the shah or something. He always say he goes, he always say he's like yo me slaps the man that come out saying slanging their wanging, you know. And that's what he always says. And he's always like they come out and basically with men is the the hard part is is that men are not epic and mm-hmm. men need to be epic. And you know, and also can I just say this by the way, in a sexiness way because I'm looking at your eyes and damn, I'll tell you this. There's truth to that. Listen to this. <laughs> That voice can woo the most hard heart of men. I have a hard heart. I the, the stuff we're about to talk about, the stuff that I talk jacked. about, can mm-hmm. harden my heart. Yes. And boys talk about getting hard around women. That's not what I'm talking oh about. Oh my. That's gosh. not what I'm talking about. My heart is hardened because I'm a warrior. I want to fight. I read what we're about to get into, and I, I I'm not talking about you know promoting violence or anything like that. I just mean I see evil and I want to expose it. I want I want to get my hands dirty, and. Sometimes with you, it's a different kind of dirty. But I'll just leave. I'll leave the flirting there. I'll leave it. I was gonna say, is this gonna turn into a you guys hitting on each other the entire show and me third wheeling? Because I have had, I have had three years of this. I don't know if I'm ready to have it. It's better than turning into an Afghan special where I literally hit her. My point. My point of bringing this up before we jump into these other stories is that I don't know. I just don't think enough people have these sort of conversations. And when you were saying this Mm. to me, it was really the first time that I'd ever conceptualize that as a concept mm. and I mean we can totally get into it at another date or at mm. another time when we have you know we can bring experts on I just think it's a I just think it's an interesting concept yeah and because you're not on the shows a tremendous amount mm. and uh I love it that I'm moving on screen this is this is amazing <laughs> thanks guys I move um I because because um yeah you're not you're not on a tremendous amount these days I just think sometimes it's worth the things that you say behind the scenes being Aww. pushed out in public because you know she writes half my scripts which says nothing but she's, also she's a clever lady. Can, so, we, can we talk about this real fast? Yes. Okay. Get can, into can, it. Can, I, can, I, can I talk to you about this? Launching. So obviously, uh, as we get into to this stuff, I just want to say that we were banned from this, this whatever this is, YouTube uh, atmosphere. Platform. And, and what's interesting is people want to know what happened. So obviously people, whenever you get banned, wonder like, uh, like three things. Is it fake? Is it real? So it's very real. Unfortunately, this is more real than the average woman you meet in Orange County. Exactly. There was not a lot of work done here. Um, we were given a strike, two strikes up front for stating objective opinions that were expressed by the Health and Human Services, the HHS, and the CDC. And on one of our episodes, I um, decided that I would talk directly about the way that certain, I have to be very careful here because we're on very thin ice with these people. I had to talk about the way that the current measures being taken to mitigate the spread of infections could be put into question. I had to ask those questions and really question that the methods that are being used, the, the, the totalitarian, authoritarian methods, if they're really being effective in taking care of stopping something microscopic from spreading to people. And I went into that and asked questions and just simply asked questions mm-hmm. and they violated their own policies which state that you're not going to give people multiple strikes for the same opinion or the same piece of content you will bundle them they targeted our account specifically took all of our ability to upload off the air as we got momentum i mean we're at over seventy thousand 
subscribers in a little over our first week on air, which is amazing. I can't even believe that. Every one of you is so amazing. And then what's crazy is, is as we you know put all of our resources to bat here, YouTube said they just made a mistake. They, they, they messed up. Um, my, the medical misinformation they said that I spread about masks wasn't actually medical misinformation. And they accidentally shut down our whole channel by accident. So they reinstated the video where they said that I spread medical misinformation and put it back online and said, oopsie daisy. But then the second video, which had the same clip in it that they took down, they said, well, we're going to keep that one up because we want to leave a warning so that you're always on the verge of being deleted. You're always on the verge of losing your ability to upload. And what's crazy is, is they, they admitted they were wrong and that they, they, they were inaccurate in their accusations that we were spreading lies. I'm telling you this, and I said this today on Glenn's radio, my background in science, my background in molecular biology, in virology, in delivery systems, and immunotherapy may not make me an expert. I don't have a PhD. I'm not a doctor. That's okay. So I'm not claiming any of those medical stances. But six years of scientific education in the sciences probably gives me a better understanding of medicine and delivery systems and viruses than some weak soy boy who got educated at Stanford that works in Silicon Valley. And I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying that they don't know more than I do. And I know they don't. And they realized when I fought them and I said, no, I, I know what I'm talking about, that I was right. But they still left us with a warning and still cr like critically uh, immobilized our channel to the point that we are on thin ice. They're basically saying, if we say anything out of line on the show, which we're not going to stop saying, I mean, like we're going to keep like telling the truth, regardless of whether it's popular. They are saying to us now that even though they admitted they were wrong and they reinstated our channel out of falsehood and false accusation that they're going to keep a warning status on our channel. They're going to watch us because they realize that we share things that are unpopular. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I think that regrettably it's, it's sort of, it's this, it's this bizarre situation where you sort of have to play the dance and, and do the dance with the devil, right? You have to be on YouTube because that's where the reach is. That's how you are able to access more brains and have people access more information and get people thinking about things they ordinarily might not be thinking about. However, I think we might have to come up with like a Tim Pool approach to this where we have a paywall type situation, regrettably, where you, you know, you come to Blaze and you watch the actual information about real things that we can actually talk about and you get the unfiltered version. Um, it's regrettable that we're at a point where we have to do that sort of thing, but I think that that's just the reality of where we're heading as a general rule, you know, because YouTube, regrettably, it behaves in such a way that it doesn't universally um, apply the same rules to everybody. It applies them to the people with which it disagrees. And then if you have enough followers, it patently just leaves you alone for, for the most part. I mean, there have been tons of articles where people have basically come out and admitted that YouTube has different standards for different creators. Um, people who bring in a, a significant amount of money to the company, you know, like the Paul brothers, for example, who've done their fair share of very questionable things. Um, and then, you know, you have creators like the two of us who get slapped. I mean, and we're not, we're not isolated in that. There's, there's absolutely tons of people, people who are smaller than us, even just, right. you know, regular consumers 
consumers of content who get slapped with this sort of stuff. What I think is interesting is how uh, more and more people are switching onto it. More and more people are getting more and more pissed off, which I think is honestly wonderful. The angrier that you get, the more that things can potentially change if people actually decide to do something about it. So, yeah, uh, you've basically summed it up. We're not going to stop talking about nope. things. We're just going to find a way of doing it where we don't get completely wiped off the Internet. Yeah. And you know what? I had like two hours of sleep last night. You know this. I went to bed. I got two hours of sleep. I got woken up. I'm not going to get into the story. I've had no sleep. I have canker sores in my tongue. I can barely speak right now. It's very, very painful. And I, I feel very under the weather. And I've done multiple shows today. It's been very bad. My tongue is like basically numb. And it really hurts very, 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 very badly. You just take and, your teeth out. Well, no, I, I'm saying like this. But you know what? We won't stop. We won't stop telling the truth. We will not stop delivering the absolute reality of what we live in and that's what it's about this ban that makes no sense is that they punished us for asking questions in accordance with the hhs and cdc that were right to talk about that we were not liable or somehow medically negligent to, to speak about mm -hmm. and they punished us because they didn't like our opinion they didn't like our information and they admitted they were wrong, and then they come at us, and they try to take us off the air. We've been nine episodes in. Nine episodes in, and they try to take us off. Mm. It's insane. It is insane, yeah. I mean, I think at this point, we just have to give our little disclaimers that we are not medical professionals, and we're not trying to give you medical information. Uh, and I think that, that it's, it's really stupid that we're at this point where we have to do those sort of things, because obviously we're not medical professionals, clearly. But this is where we're at. And uh, I, I don't know, guys, I get to a point where I'm just so I think I'm just so sick of it all. I'm so exhausted by it all that I'm just like, yep, cool. Here we are. Well, we got to jump into this. So I want to get into this Gitmo stuff. Can guys. we talk let's, about let's this? Let's go. So let's get to remember, the Gitmo. Remember, Biden and Obama talked about closing Gitmo. There was a lot of talks about this when they were in power mm -hmm. about how Gitmo was a human rights abuse that was started under Bush, which is negligibly true. Let's let out Taliban members, leaders. Right. Ah, why is the Taliban back in power? I don't know. Can you get Did into this, please? Please explain this. Leaders? So Haitians are at the border. Bill Malusion from Fox News <laughs> yeah. has been recording 5, 10, 15,000 at a maximum at an overpass, sticking together and actually coming. Do we have and some video of that uh, that we could potentially show everyone? Because the video of these people at, the, at this uh, bridge thing, it's quite... It's quite significant when you actually, there we go. All right guys, what you're looking at right now is that is the US side of the Rio Grande. That is a mass of several hundred illegal immigrants who've just crossed the Rio Grande. And look at this, several hundred more streaming across as we speak. We're on a boat in the Rio Grande. Now I think this is the we should release crocodiles right into there. Oh, you can see it's a never ending stream. <laughs> Hundreds of people you're crossing the Rio Grande. <laughs> basically yes, every hour <laughs> and they're heading over to the international bridge which you can see in the background look at that mass of people this is why the situation under the bridge continues to deteriorate this is insane the federal government has to wake up the federal government's oh, awake right. my guy they just don't want to do anything about the problem 
I think that that's the reality there is that mm, addressing this uh, would probably be, uh, well, not only quite difficult, but it would probably impact some of their personal interests because I asked this question a while back. I said, why is it so difficult for America to protect the sovereignty of its borders? Because any serious country takes sovereignty seriously. Mm -hmm. You are entitled to sovereignty as a serious country. So it's always been very odd to me that America will not basically take that take its borders and go okay let's do something about this and that trump was really the first person who was like oh i'm gonna build a bloody wall let's build a bloody wall let's do but the wall he thing. abandoned that he abandoned it which is which is a total issue he unto abandoned itself. that the, the reason why he lost relevance see he, he abandoned the issues that actually made him relevant to the people that cared sure did you hear what what um head of turning point usa charlie kirk said today no what did he say kezia did you hear what he said no I didn't. I'm just here for the ride, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he said, so, you know, the Great Replacement has been a very big uh, conspiracy theory. People talk about this being very um, mm -hmm. controversial, that there's no, you know, intentional replacement of the white, not like, like a native population of the United States with anybody who's non-white. This is all racism and bigotry and neo-Nazism, etc. And that's what people say. Well, it's interesting that like that theory has been kind of uh, put on its back as you watch what's happening at the border right now is that with the Haitians and what's going on there is that uh, these people are coming over in hordes that no one's even asking the question of like, how did 15,000 Haitians mm. get, get to here. our border at the same time? Was this a cargo ship? What's going on? And he actually asked the question, which I'm very surprised that Charlie would go there. He was like, the left is literally demonizing border patrol. Mm. And saying the Border Patrol and horses are whipping Haitians like they are whipping slaves, which is not even a true statement. We're not even going to get into that. It's so stupid. But he brought up the fact of like, our people are saying that there's no mass plan to bring in foreign populations. I won't, I won't even make this about race. Just there's no plan to bring in foreign populations. But... When 15,000 Haitians, people who are trashing the southern border, trashing the Rio Grande River, trashing the, the, the local cities of Mexico come over, our people, specifically the Democrats, are not mad that Haitians are overwhelming our border patrol, our sovereignty, our nation, Mexico's cities, anything. What they're mad about is the way our border patrol is trying to keep them out which shows you that there is a mass plan to bring in immigrants, migrants, illegal aliens to replace the U.S. population. And because the U.S. population is not all white, that would also include non-white people as well that love nationalistic, true American constitutional values. And the way that Maxine Waters or these people defended the Haitians and then attacked our law enforcement, the Border Patrol, defending us, shows you that they don't want closed borders. They want open borders, mm -hmm. and they want to let these people flood into the country. And if you watch how the Haitians even just made camps and trashed everything, flooded everything, they ripped up their own uh, identity documents, they are not people that we want to integrate. Because while they want a better life, a lot of people want a better life. But this is not a bank where you can just cash in. Americans are a people. We are a fundamental group. We are citizens. And we don't just let you in because you, you want something. If you want to come into my house, well, I just want to come into your house. Well, you don't get to just come in. Oh, well, I, I like your car. Can I drive your car? No, you can't. You didn't earn it. You didn't respect it. I don't even know if you have a license to drive. 
You don't get access to my things. That's not true. This is our land. We protect it. And what's going on at the border is disgusting. It's reprehensible. And they even tried to block Bill Malusian from being able to record these things aerially. They put in blocks, the Biden admin did, to try to stop him from reporting. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where when I look at the border crisis, like I said, I don't know why politicians haven't done anything serious about this. I don't I don't necessarily know if I agree with the great replacement theory. I confess I don't really actually know that much about it. So it's definitely hard for me to have an educated view on it. So perhaps I just won't comment. Um, but I certainly feel quite odd about the fact that politicians have done very little to actually stem the flow of illegal aliens, because I really despise this leftist terminology of calling them migrants and what have you. Can we just call a spade a spade? They're illegal. They're illegal aliens. That's what it is. They do, they are not citizens of this country. They are aliens. That is the term that we use, and I would like to continue using that term. Yeah, and also one thing, I think they really do want to change the culture of America because I grew up in East Africa. My parents were missionaries, and you would see so much western money like oh let's raise money for these kids in africa let's raise money to build an orphanage let's make raise money to build a well and you'll see all this money people will raise they'll go into these really poor communities like you see with the haitians they'll build a well and after a couple months the well will be falling apart they won't have looked after it and there is really something about the culture is like you can build a well for these people to have fresh water and they won't even look after it because their culture doesn't even value that sort of thing. So many times I would, when I lived there, we would do little mini mission trips in school and we would go out to a little village. We would paint, spend a whole week painting an orphanage. And then after we would leave, they would just repaint over it for the next people to come in with money to paint it again. You know, it just brings money in. So it, even seeing these people crossing, they're not, well, I, I, say, I don't think you, that they're you think going think. to be really seeking the American ideal because even in LA, Elijah, when we lived there, the way that they're setting up their little camps in under the bridge mm. is the way that they will continue to live when they come into the country, you know, unless the government forks out a ton of money to give them housing and things, but then you know, you know what that will all sort of look like because there is something so ingrained in the culture of the things that they value and how they're going to deal with things. So, you know, you see and you go, oh, this is awful. It looks exactly the way that they lived back in their other country. And you can build them a well, they're not going to use it. You can bring them into your country and give them the resources. I don't, they're not going to use it. So do you think that people in Western countries particularly, and especially when we, have, when we have these conversations about illegal immigration and what have you, do you think that our comprehension of the issue is not tremendous? It's not very good because... Yeah. So for someone like you, for example, and I think this is what makes you really interesting mm. uh, because you did grow up predominantly in Africa mm -hmm. um, despite being Aussie and your, your parents being missionaries is mm -hmm. an interesting thing like unto itself. Yeah. But um, so do you think that when, when we have these conversations, we're just not really getting the picture? And so when yeah. we talk about how they come in and it's sort of like an economic refugee thing rather than an actual refugee thing, yeah. do you think that we're not getting the full picture of it because we of just course. don't get the culture from not only African countries, but of many course. of these? Okay. And But you think like, Sid, like these people probably from the slums or whatever, I don't know, in Haiti, they're probably not doctors, university students that are crossing through the water 
they probably don't have any skill set. And so what do you think they're going to do once they get into America? They don't know the language. They don't have any sort of qualifications. What job are they going to get? Mm. Where are they going to live? What money do they have? Unless Americans, you know, taxpayer money goes into that, they don't have anything to be a part of society. And even I think with Western countries going into these uh, poorer countries, I think it's really damaging. I think stop. Why do you think it's damaging? Like, for example, there's, you know, like there was like a big um, drive a while ago, like, oh, let's get shoes like everyone let's donate a bunch of shoes to this little village where nobody has shoes and there's someone in that village in Africa wherever who is a shoemaker that's their job they've gone I'm gonna start a business they start a business they're making shoes probably not very good shoes whatever but that's their business that they've started they've said I want to get out of poverty I want to make a little business maybe it's sewing maybe it's whatever and then you get all these rich you know, rich comparatively to these people, Western people going, let's send over a bunch of shoes so that every single person in this village can have a pair of shoes. Now you've just put someone who lives there out of business, the shoemaker. Now everyone has a pair of shoes. What he's, what's he going to do? Yeah, That's his business. And you keep these, like, even, I don't know if this is even a really good example, but I, it was making me think the other day when you look at the, I think you guys were talking about, or maybe it was on your show, when we were talking about the, Afghan army and we're laughing like look at them they can't even do jumping jacks you know it's ridiculous and the Americans who are trying to train the Afghani army going like oh geez these people whatever and then you've got the Taliban these wild men come in and take over an airport and everything you go they don't need to be westernized because you know we go like oh they're savages whatever maybe so but they They have a method to their madness and it works for them. Their culture works for them. And then you see the Afghan army, which are trying to be westernized. And it's pathetic. It's absolutely pathetic. Stop trying to push your, our Western ideologies and culture on these people, even though we may think it is better and superior. You've got to like, it's not just about, oh, just do it differently. You've got to go deep into their culture, their understanding, their worldview. It's deep deep, deep transformation, not just, oh, I've got to just do this, that, and the other, and there you go. Oh, let's just build a well, and now these people will have fresh water. No, they're not going to use the well. They're not going to take care of it. Yeah. They don't. It's not in their culture or their understanding. It's almost like, it's it's funny listening to you talk about it like this, because, I mean, again, I mean, you and I are friends. We have mm. tons of conversations about a myriad of different issues, and you often... I, I think, I mean, I'm not, not blowing smoke up your ass, but you often say things in such a way that go, never thought about it like that. And this, this I think, is one of those issues where I go, why can't people just assimilate? Hmm. Why can't they just come to my country and assimilate into my culture? Why are you here if you have no intention hmm. of behaving in the way that the people who are born and bred in this country behave? Hmm. Why are you here? Because it's why impossible. Do, but this is what I'm, this is what I'm getting. To them. This is what I'm getting from this, is hmm. that it's it seems as if you're honestly kind of rewiring hmm. an entire person for mm. them to participate in a culture to which they are not accustomed. Now that's a really and interesting give idea. Up everything and yes, I don't think and that's have to really something sever. that we can ask. 
people right. to do. So you what know? do you so what do you do then when you have a legal and I think that I think this raises mm. a massive question. If you then have illegal immigrants or immigrants, I suppose, from countries that are, you know, you could argue, and I would argue that there are plenty of cultures that just do not go well, do not mesh well. There's a better word for this, but my brain is not throwing it up because Elijah, like you, I am deeply underslept. Um, th- these, yeah, I'm, exa- I'm, I'm beyond exhausted. Where I didn't even know how I'm awake right now. Like I'm, I'm, I'm there. Yeah, I mean, I can relate to that. That's why you have a Red Bull sitting next to you. Yeah, I'm drinking not, this. Not trying sponsoring to, I'm, the show, I'm, re- though, I'm recharging on a not Red Bull. Like, I'm here. Someone's like, are you drunk? I'm like, I wish. Because I... <laughs> it's like women going back and forth. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, like... But what you're They're saying... They're like unintegratable cultures that just mm. do not No, but not see, that, this, is where, this is where this... This is where you can call this racism, whatever. Look, like you were saying... Some cultures do not match. Mm. So uh, just yeah, just sure. today, there was a couple Afghan refugees, refugees, a.k.a. people we didn't vet that we brought over on planes, that were brought into the United States that are at a current uh, military fort. Now, one of, the man, uh, one of the men was charged with trying to fondle a child. Um, actually, trying to, I, I believe, penetrate a child, oh, which I'm not going to get into. Gosh. And the other man, if I'm not mistaken, and I could be, I think he beat his wife. Now, here's what's Something crazy. Something that you and him have in common? <laughs> Let me speak. We we'll know who uh, wears the pants in this relationship. Yeah, who wears the pants? Who wears the short shorts and does it without any shame? No, but uh, you but, really, you really have Australianized Elijah in a lot of ways, Kezia. Because I've got him in short shorts. You have him it's in short shorts. Classic Aussie short little builder shorts. But, but little like, tradie shorts. Our other friends are so confused by it. They're like, "Why does Elijah dress like this?" It's European. Give him a break. I think he looks cute Look, in them. I like short shorts. God has but. left me well endowed and. <laughs> If and, you do say so and, and I and I have to just let you know that it's there to present to the world. Oh my but I goodness. will say this that that what it is though with these people and these cultures is that you go, Oh my gosh, a man that's abusing a child, a man that beats his wife, my lord have mercy on me, what's going on? Well, no, because where he came from you're actually considered probably high class if you would, you know, have an abusive relationship with a child like that. Because they do have abusive relationships in Afghanistan, the rich mm. men do, with young teenage boys. Mm. So, no, you're, like you're, so you're going, boys, yeah. no, I, I'm just trying What are they to, called, chai boys or tea boys? Yes, but I'm saying, Dancing like, so you're, going, you're mm. going, my God, this is horrible. And I agree with you. I would, that's disgusting because that... It's not just our culture, but we're more sophisticated and we're more we're more elite. That's objectively true, and we're not going to go ahead and take hey, advantage Elijah, of that. You remember how we're not trying to get us banned? No, what I meant is American culture is more <laughs> sophisticated, more elite. That's why even they go, we're going to go there and turn them into the West. Mm. But the problem is, is that you can't just go into a people group yeah. that have a certain DNA, a certain uh, genetic function, a certain cultural uh, understanding, and, and go, value system, and everything, and go. You know what? We're gonna move you to Kansas, mm. and suddenly you're gonna stop thinking it's okay to abuse kids. That's not gonna go away because that's not how the human psyche works. Mm. And so you can, you know, you can make them shop at Kroger and do these things, but it doesn't change the fundamental ideals that they have. And you know what? Uh, the West has tried for too long to quote, and this is where I'm going to, I'll, I'll, I'll take a non-cancel point to the left, trying to civilize the uncivilized world. They don't want this. Even today in countries that we dominated and we colonized and we took over that enjoy all of our, our luxuries and the things that we brought them, all they do is complain. Well, you didn't do this for me and you gave me this. And well, there's a, you know, there, there's a hoax grave of kids who were killed by the missionaries. And all they do is say, we don't want what you gave us. We want to be wild. We want to be crazy. Fine. F off. Go live your life. We're not going to try to take control of you. And so what's happening is it's funny is the same time you have the narrative of like, 
we can't civilize these people. They don't want the us. And the left says, you shouldn't try to civilize them. That's mm. colonization. That's racism. That's bigotry. That You're trying to you know, push your culture on them. They go, well, let's also bring all of them here too. Yeah, right. Let's, let's also weird. bring them. So you mm. can't make them assimilate. That's racist because they, they shouldn't have to assimilate. But they should be your neighbor. They should come here. Mm. And if you try to make them assimilate, like for instance, Afghan man, right. if you try to let him know that it's not okay to touch fiddly diddly children, that's racism. That's that's pushing your culture on a man. No, that's not pushing your culture. That's calling out degeneracy mm. and scum and saying, mm. don't you dare touch a kid in my country. You know what? You might have this sick stuff going on in your nation. I may not try to invade you for fake weapons of mass destruction to remove that because mm. unfortunately bad things happen but you and no you're not coming to my country you're not touching the kids of my nation but We're not even if that they happen. do come and you say hey in america we do not touch kids inappropriately blah 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 oh they're gonna go oh oh okay well, i'm not gonna do that anymore do you remember in um, australia there was such an issue with these men coming down to the beach, I think in Sydney, and groping the women. Are you talking about the Cronulla riots when people Maybe. went berserk and beat the crap out of a bunch of Lebanese people back in Sydney? Really? And I think it was like the early 2000s. I don't know. People can quote me on that. Oh, I feel it was like more recent. I, th I feel like there was a case more recent. Oh, because there was like Cronulla riots 2.0. I know what you're yeah, talking where about. Yeah, there was, there, there was yes. these immigrant men that were groping women at the beach. The Aussie girls out there wearing their little bikinis. Mm -hmm. in, in our country, it's fine. In their country, the women are completely covered. And if she's wearing a bikini, she is a prostitute. She wants to be touched, blah, blah. And they wouldn't prosecute him or something because they go, his culture is different. And so this woman has been sexually violated and they're not going to do anything because he's, he doesn't understand culturally. He goes, oh, well, she's, look how she's dressed. She's a prostitute, obviously. Yeah, you know? well, well, I mean, not to be really depressing everybody, but I mean, like I went through this a couple years ago mm. when, when I was um, sexually assaulted, regrettably. Mm. And uh, I went through the police system, which was, uh, yeah, I just make enough. Am I not allowed to talk about being sexually assaulted? No, it's assaulted? fine. I just, we're here. We are here. here, but and see, see, I don't want anybody to get like funny about no, it. No, you're I'm, fine. Go I've ahead. talked about it um, before. I made a video about it just because I was a little embarrassed that I cried because I was jet lagged uh, in a jubilee episode. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so so it, this actually exactly happened to me where, um, and I hate that it did because it's just so sad. But I'm not the only one. Plenty of women have experienced this. And effectively, what happened was the 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 man who did this um, was not white, mm. but he was also I'm I'm estimating probably Islam. Uh, mm. I, I don't know for sure, but that's sort of how that's sort of how it played out. And um, the police, you know, I did all my statements. I had my uh, my my um, thing from the incident report from when it happened. Yada yada yada. I, mm. I did the best that I could, and the police said to me, uh, "If this goes to court." Basically, what will happen is it'll get thrown out because of cultural differences. Mm. And I thought to myself, and this was very, I, I think I was, uh, no, I was 20, turning 21 at the time. So this was several years ago. So I have moved on, guys. I'm not saying this to be dramatic. Um, it was very traumatic for me at the time because I felt so incredibly let down by the justice system. Mm. But not only that, I thought, what, I'm the sort of woman who can, who can handle that, so to speak. Yeah. You know, I have the ability to move on. A lot of women don't. Yeah. A lot of women live in that moment and never quite get past it. And yeah. men do too. You know, men who've been assaulted, they, same thing. What was distressing is that I thought it's, it's interesting how the justice system does not actually uphold mm. any justice, particularly but of your own country. Exactly. And so it's like selling you out yeah. because the person who committed this act was not the right 
from not from the right country, mm. not from the right culture, didn't have the right skin color. Now, people like Vosh will call bullshit on that and he'll say you're weaponizing the uh, the different look of somebody to make a right wing point. But this literally happened to me. It was mm. very traumatic. Mm. Um, you know, I don't know what else to say besides the fact that if you are not um, allowing somebody to be brought to justice because of the way that they look or the country that they come mm. from, there's something but wrong with would, that. Yeah, and you would expect your there's own country to go full on for you. You would. Like, hey, you touched my citizen, you touched my person, done. Let's yep. go, we're gonna go for you. But like, even your own country, like, pref like preferring somebody else mm. from another country. It's odd. And nationality over their own people that elected them to protect them. Yeah, Because they have yeah. no loyalty. And I do want to yeah. talk about this because obviously Biden's new plan is to put everybody in prison, which is interesting. <laughs> I, I could say so based, much. but I don't also know <laughs> I want to go there yet. But I got to let you know something very important that we don't count on government or employers for support. You know that. You know that. Because patriots of this country know to stand up on our own two feet and not rely on handouts or bailouts makes us the kind of people that need independence. They need us to guarantee our financial future. Do you know that most Americans yeah. want to have more control and independence with their insurance options, but they don't. In fact, 50% of us have been forced into high deductible health insurance plans by our employers, which is why you need to join the Safety Net Club. Now, the Safety Net Club helps you fill the gap in your plans. In 2019, 25% of Americans say that they put off or delayed treatment for a serious medical condition because of cost. That's why we recommend Safety Net Club specifically. This is a group of people you come together, you join, and you're able to get options that allow you to fill the gap in your healthcare plans. Or if you have no healthcare plan at all, a good example is accident insurance. You go to the emergency room, you get all of these bills. You thought you had insurance, you're bankrupt. Well, guess what? For about $15 a month, if you get accident insurance, it covers those gaps. And that's so important. Why would you trade $15 a month for ending up with bills that can actually bankrupt you and your family and leave you as not being able to provide or to give them the life that you want? If you go to safetynet.club, that's S-A-F-E-T-Y-N-E-T.club right now, if you join, you get $10,000 AD&D insurance automatically, which is amazing. If you end up getting killed, I God forbid that you end up getting $10,000 life insurance sent to your beneficiaries, which is amazing to pay for your funeral or for bills or for anything. I had death in my family in the last year. Trust me, life insurance definitely covers things that you need to pay for. It's expensive. But also, if you don't die and you lose a limb or an eye or something happens and you're waiting for your disability to come in, maybe you don't even have disability and you think, I'm going to be homeless. No, you're not because you'll get $10,000 that will help cover those bills as well just by joining at safetynet.club. So go to S-A-F-E-T-Y-N-E-T.com. CLUB right now and join the safety net community. Get your $10,000 AD&D insurance policy at no cost when you join, as well as looking at all the options as well. I encourage you to join. I encourage you to check it out and see how you can join the community and the community can support you today. So obviously we're talking though, as we go into this with the community, things are unpredictable for a lot of people. And this story is Hilarious. shocking. Uh, Please tell me, funny. You, you show this to me. I'm what the hell? This reminds me so much of Australia because Australia basically yeah. did this with migrants where they were like, so basically same thing. People need to understand how far Haiti is from the United States. 
It's not, it's like there's a big ass bit of ocean between Haiti and America. This is not just like a hop over the border. It's, it's, a, there's it's even a 200 trip. miles between Haiti and Cuba. Seriously, it's huge. So, anyway, this reminds me a lot of when a bunch of migrants would come to Australia by boat and Australia was like, yeah, we're not, we're, we don't play that game. And they just chucked them on Christmas Island in a detention center. So, this story, guys, sorry that we've taken so long to get here. You know, we like to rabbit trail. DHS seeks contractor to run migrant detention facility at Gitmo. Who speak Haitian Creole, which I believe is French, isn't it? Is is the is the Creole that they speak French? Huh. I don't Français? know. C'est très bien là. Okay, so basically, this story I just this kills me. Absolutely kills me. Apparently, the Biden administration is advertising for a new contract to operate a migrant detention facility at the U.S. naval base of Guantanamo Bay in Cuba, with the requirement that some of the guards speak Spanish and Haitian Creole, according to government records. Ah, that just again, this is just so reminiscent of Australia. I, I, and I know that I am a disgusting human for finding it funny, but I do kind of find it humorous that they're like, yeah, we're not going to build a wall, but let's just put you in a facility. Uh, like, at least Australia has natural borders in the ocean. Mm. At least we have, like, a natural wall. No, we do, that's too. This, the is ocean. An, I, this is an island. <laughs> this is where people get stupid with immigration. Mm. So there's, 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 like, three factors here. This is very important. Is that, number one, these are humans. And so there's everyone's going to make the argument of, like, how do we treat humans? Well, yeah. Of course, we don't want to be like, you know, like, like they said, we don't want to be like whipping people and hurting people that don't need, need to be hurt. There should never be unnecessary suffering or maltreatment of people who don't deserve it. Trying to cross into a country illegally is a crime. Mm. It deserves to be met with equal resistance. But <coughs> being like straight up, you know, <laughs> like Israel, the Gaza stuff, shooting people, I don't know, that, you know, having the whole, the cold conflict, we're not there. We don't have full on war. Yes. You know, the cartels on. shoot on us. How do you stop people from coming? No, no, because what I'm is, saying, is there what I'm not a point is where that, a lethal force no, but is I'm necessary? Yes, but I'm not going there. I'm saying we're not at the point. What we are at the point is... When are you going to be at the point? I'm trying to tell you this. Okay. Is that we have hordes... <laughs> no, but our issue, like, our <laughs> issue is not the Israeli border where we're having like an enemy that is violent. We are having hordes of people who want economic opportunity and have left their countries, refuse to rebuild their own land. Objectively unpopular opinion none of them deserve to be here because you cannot deserve to be in america nobody deserves to be in this land and we sold ourselves out with the 1965 immigration act we were never meant to be a land that was about an idea the and you know who they are the republicans the conservatives out there that changed our ideals as a nation of people to to selling the absolute bs idea that america is an i like and the idea that we are an idea was the worst thing they ever did saying that America everyone can be an American no you can't mm. objectively no wrong they go is that a white supremacist thing no that's not what I'm talking about I am saying this the idea that you can come to America and come here illegally and be annexed and then get amnesty and then your baby's a child because they're an anchor baby and now that makes you an American? No, it doesn't. It makes you a product that is able to tap into the financial institutions of our nation. It doesn't make you inherently evil. It doesn't make you worthy of Well, of, the system's there to be abused and right. someone abuses it. But that's it. my point. You've created a system. It, it, this, is a, this is a toxic relationship in the making that's out of control. I think it's made at this point, Elijah. Well, there's already been 600,000 of these illegals released into the country by Biden this year. They released them in on, on merit. They have, rep they have come in and changed our country into a, a central bank 
where anybody who votes towards their statist globalist ideas can tap in. They robbed our culture. They, they raped us from the inside. They built highways and took out our city centers. They made an automobile industry rather than a, 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 town, a town center, a square where we came together. They demonized church and town halls and skate rinks and places where we come together for an internet society of Zoom meetings with our global partners. And they said, everybody's an American. And then they they even t made it where they turned down natural citizens because we need to bring in, you know, H-1B visas and people from out of the country to fulfill our jobs while they say, well, we don't have enough educated people while they fail our students and don't invest money into education. And they don't actually have any standards in our public schools and lower standardized testing, take SAT quality out of, out of institutions of college we're like maybe sometimes up to a in some places an eighth a half or even some i've heard even two-thirds of our of our college students are foreign born foreign nationals from china and other countries using and raping our institutions for their benefit and they sold us out these elites have no loyalty to our country and so that's why when you see this and the the natural like right-wing position is like that's so racist for for joe biden to be sending these people to gitmo look it's not racist in fact this I don't believe this is really going to be done, but something like this should have been done a long time ago. I don't know, though, because, again, if Australia can do it and they still do it, uh, I assume. I don't actually know because you might know if people are still being held on Christmas Island. I have no idea. I well, mean, yeah, I think that was the deal. I, I, th I thought Christmas Island was getting like really filled. And then every time the Labour Party gets back in, they just go, everyone's welcome. And then it. And Just then all the boats start up. coming again. Yeah, the boats come in. Everyone who's come to Christmas Island, they yeah. they have to now wait longer and longer and longer because yeah, there's a deal with Papua New Guinea for people who are interested that Australia has, and that yeah. Anyway, so that's a whole that's a whole issue unto itself. This mm. is why this is also reminiscent of it. But I'm not surprised, Elijah, by this happening, and I actually think that they will carry it out because because um, Biden's kind of, kind of base. Do you know about this? Well, you, he's kind of so. So when do you know that he actually secretly is based? He's just he's just like in decline, so you can't tell. So when his uh, campaign manager was my landlord, my housemate, who is a very clever woman, and she works for the House of Reps, she works for a congressman. Um, she would get into these bizarre conversations with our landlord, and she would always be like, "So yeah, I mean," she would ask some questions about what they're planning and all this sort of stuff, and they often wouldn't answer her because why would they? But she she did say to them on one occasion, "If I could pick anybody to win, it." would be Biden, like of the Democrats that are on offer, because let's be real, a lot of them are just radical, radical leftists that are horrifying, like Kamala. But she said, I would be OK if Biden won because he is the most moderate of the psychopaths, which is not saying much. But you are right. I mean, th there are things that he's done and said in the past that weirdly enough kind of line up with right wing positions today. And it's quite funny when you look through them because you go, Oh crap! I kind of agree with this. I mean, it's actually it's 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 funny because again, in the Aussie context, when I look at some of the things that were said, you know, back in the fifties and sixties by particular politicians at the time, not Gough Whitlam, by the way, he was horrible. Um, I go, oh, I find myself agreeing with people who were actually would today be diametrically opposed to me. So it's a weird it's a weird thing actually when you realize that you do line up with these people. Right, and you in know, days gone by, it is kind of weird because we we previously had. Some really lovely, nice, um, like clearly probably first generation African immigrants that lived below us uh, when we lived in Fort Worth. And Do you mean the ones who used to cook on the golf course with their little wheel out? Yeah, where they used like, plastic bags as as fuel. We loved um, that. No, but great. But what's interesting is is like because <laughs> as someone who's been foreign born, I've done a lot of traveling too. Is that there is a huge appreciation. This is what I think is weird about about people. There's a really big appreciation for different cultures 
in their native culture and where they're from. Like, it's kind of interesting like, when you go traveling around. Like, I wish we got that back in Western society of the push to travel so that you mm-hmm. would go experience other cultures with that with that awe. And this is why people think that people wanting people and cultures to remain in their groups is a racist ideal. But it's actually not. In fact, I want cultures to thrive. I really love... When I go down to Mexico... And I go in, and I go down uh, Nayarit or something like that, which is, by the way, like everyone thinks of Tijuana and like kind of g- like gang infested, dirty places in Mexico at the border that are you know like like partly controlled by by the cartel. No, no, no. Mexico City is one of the most culturally rich and historic places. Anyone that's been there, oh my gosh! Can't it you go is, see? Um, oh it's so Aztec. beautiful. Oh, I always forget which ones which ones are in. Is it Aztec? Okay, I'm getting nods from all Yeah, yeah, but I'm, but I'm saying like, yes. No, but you can go and see this like beautiful oh, history. No, no, like, and you don't, yes. it's so... No, no, in Mexico, but Nayarit, oh my gosh. Like even when you go to the coastal areas and you have this like Baja sort of fresh cooking with like uh, tilapia and, and tomatoes and onions and it's not this like, you know, greasy burritos you get off the road and you see this rich Mexican culture that's not inundated by globalist trade orders and what's going on and you, you get this idea where like, you know, let's say you're in L.A., you could become racist, and everyone is kind of racist in L.A. Nobody talks about this. You know about this. All the whites live where the whites live. The Mexicans live with the Mexicans. The blacks live with the blacks. It's very segregated. I mean, I lived with the non-white people, so maybe everybody you know is racist, <laughs> but I don't have a racist bone in my body. Well, the funny bone still exists. I what like, do you, th- what I do you like, think about white people, Brandon? I mean, I would never claim to be white. Why He's would not- I want that? Oh, That's the least important thing about me. I don't care about race. That's Cringe. irrelevant to me. But no, it's irrelevant. No, no. But what I meant is like what Poor I, Brandon. What, Brandon, what I'm saying <laughs> we, is we gang up on you. No, no. I know we do. But what I'm saying <laughs> is, is that L.A. self segregates because what it is is that you have this clash of cultures, right? You have the very aristocratic, like Caucasian culture. You have the more like uh, hood culture of these black areas, and you have like the Hispanic culture, which is the majority people, which is interesting. And it's changing a little bit, and the, the districts have changed. My point is, is that when you're there, you can get mad because you're like these cultures don't live together. The Koreans hate the Mexicans. The Mexicans hate the blacks. The blacks mm-hmm. hate the Mexicans. And everyone's like, dude, because we we don't want the same world. We're trying to live in a different world together, and it's not what we like. And so you have this divide. But then you go down into, like, South Mexico, and you go, this is not the Mexican culture that I got because the Mexican culture I experienced was people trying to force assimilate. Mm-hmm. And now I see that, like, like I, and this is what's interesting, is, like, as you go, Mexican culture isn't this, you know, like how people get racist and start discriminating, like poor or this or that. These are the nicest people I ever met. These are beautiful people. Mm. And and you start to appreciate the tile work and the, mm. the adobe and the things that are going on. You go, this is so amazing. And the food. And, and you're like, wow, because when this culture is allowed to thrive and yeah. have its own identity and its own borders and it's allowed to be its own place, it's actually amazing. Mm. And you, then people tell you, here's how not to talk. Here's how you should talk. Here's how you touch people. Here's how you don't touch people. Mm-hmm. Here's how you how you eat, how you don't. And you respect the culture and you go, wow, I want this to thrive. Yeah. But when you try to, if you try to be an American jackass mm. in the middle of South Mexico, Central yeah. Mexico, you're not only being an asshole, mm. but it's also like, don't ruin their culture. This yeah. is their identity. Don't come in and be prideful. That's Americans get that idea of like, everyone always lectures Americans. Don't be Americans. Don't mm. be jackasses. Don't walk into their culture and try to push yours on them. Respect theirs. Yeah. But then when it comes to American culture, they lie and go, there's no American culture. It's everybody. It's a melting pot. Yeah. Every culture is equal in America. No, it's not. The melting it's pot not. thing is so silly because I think it I think it stems from when you had a 
massive influx of people moving to the United States before it was the United States, and that was predominantly the British and the Scots and what have you. And that was the main that was the main group of people who were coming to the country. Well, obviously the the colonies. And then what you had, I think, was when um, you know you had all the um, Italians and again the Irish and what have you moving, and that's where the whole melting pot thing came from. But again, these were white Europeans who were coming to the country, and I would argue that that's where the whole oh it's a melting pot comes mm. from because now I go. What exactly makes it a melting pot? Because you have, I agree with you, Elijah, that a lot of people come here and actually don't want to identify as American. This has always been so odd to they me. They want to keep their distinct culture. Yes. And I and don't they want, want to your wave adobe the flags tile. Of their own country. I don't want your tile buildings. Yeah, they, but they want to they <laughs> wave the flags of their own it. country while simultaneously mm. shitting all over the one that's adopted them. Now, Kez and I are both Australian. Mm-hmm. I'm very, very proud to live in the, U- the US. Yeah. And I know you are too. Oh, you yeah. are thrilled to live here. Yeah, I Now, love does it. it mean that we, that we go, oh, I'm not Australian. Mm. Well, no, because apparently, according to Elijah, we're not allowed to be American. But, um, it, it, you know, we don't walk around flying the Australian flag. Yeah. It's not something that we go, oh, you know, I'm proud to be Aussie, but I'm also, I'm so thrilled that I live here and have been adopted by this country. It's a yeah. wonderful place to live. Yeah. We're not shitting on the American the American ideals or anything. We adopt them because mm. that's that's the way that it should be. I mm. mean, even, it's this is going to sound really silly and people are going to probably be like, oh, okay, Sid, you know, low IQ Sid again. But even in the way that you dilute your language and you change your language to accommodate Americans. If I said, oh, I said this to you in the car earlier, I said, oh, I crack the shits. Mm. And I know you know exactly what I'm mm. saying. The Aussies watching this will know exactly what I'm saying. But Americans will go, what is that? Yeah. You cracked what? Why did you, why did you crack something? Yeah. Did you, and I mean, it means get angry for those who don't know. But these are things where you, you adopt and you change. And this is a very, very simplistic example of a way that you are trying to basically assimilate into the country in which you live. Mm. And I think that's a really normal thing. Mm. I have a question and people are gonna go on, get, going to mm. get on me for this because we were talking about Japan recently. Mm-hmm. We talked about some of these other countries that are more or less They wouldn't know because we only if they were on Blaze TV, they would know. They, yeah, so if you were on Blaze TV, you would know that we were talking about Japan and sort of the way that Japan operates and how it's this... It is an ethno state, really, so to speak. I wonder if ethno homogeny is actually more preferable to people than having an integrated society. I'd be interested to know because do I know that people have an in-group preference for themselves. I know that they do. And you were saying you made a joke at the start of the show about how Asians look the same. And believe it or not, that's actually a biological thing. There's a specific name for it where people actually have a harder time identifying people outside of their own um, ethnic group. We have a harder time identifying faces that are not from. Mm. our race believe right. it or not so when you say all oh, whoever looks the same and people go that's racist well it's not you actually have a much harder time distinguishing and Asians say it too about us and I'm sure that you know blacks say it about or Africans say it about you know Asians whatever so there are all these like things that yeah, I you think ever heard about Koreans and black people in LA talk about each other Ooh. it's not good it's really funny too how people <laughs> don't know how racist Chinese people are they like mm. legitimately hate Africans it's, or, yeah even Arabs it's it's like yeah. yeah so I mean I just think it's funny that white people are the only people who can be racist but whatever yeah. I have I'm interested if people are more geared towards ethno homogeny so people all looking the same as them than they are towards an integrated society. I'm interested because mm-hmm. I think a lot of the time when people go, Sydney's a white supremacist, I go, no, I'm a conservative supremacist or a right-wing supremacist. Mm-hmm. I like people who think the way that I do. Um, and that's not to say I don't you know, enjoy being around people who don't think 100% like I do, but I do like people who share the same value systems. Yeah. Is that more important than the way that you look? Yeah. I'm interested. I'm interested to hear. Well, I think even with what Elijah was saying before about going to Mexico and being like, wow, this is so cool. Like, oh, cool. I get to try this food and music and learn how to greet people. You know, all you can really immerse yourself in the culture and get around it. 
and to go like to admire the culture and then for them to come to the US I think it would be hard like if people said to you or I like oh cut off all ties with Australia you need to fully be American I want to be really American I want to raise my children as Americans but I'm I am an Australian mm. and I will I do want to hold some of that still and also bring it into my children's lives and things and I think it would be I, I think it's unfair to ask people give up your whole identity and you have to accept everything to become an American but I also don't think that people who are living a completely different culture are going to thrive in America and I think it can be really damaging when two completely different ideologies and religions and everything are working together because they, like, want to they want to take advantage of them this yeah. is why as they complain about white people being in their own neighborhoods and acquiring wealth or whatever i don't know it's <laughs> like it's like a mix of like asians jews and whites like if you look at like dominant class in la it's like white it's it's like i a love brandon's little off-screen giggles yeah but it's like but it's like but you know this is true and like in la it's like asian jewish people and white people in like beverly hills and when i say asian i also mean like eastern people like mm -hmm. armenian etc which might could be considered you know Eastern European, depending on where you live, et cetera. But, but you go down here and you look at these people and it's funny because these elites owe nothing to us. And so what they want is they'll destroy our culture to bring in people who can be a slave class that they can just acquire more wealth and their wealth will keep them segregated. And they don't care if they watch the world burn. And it's disgusting to me as they rob us of our, of our identity, but I'm not okay. See this, I don't want to be a little bit of a complainer mm. because then that's the same thing of like the and I'm going to use their words, the indigenous folk being like, you stole our land. You know what? This is a time. Retaliation will eventually come back where people will fight. Like the, the problem with Western civilized people that come from strong Eurocentric backgrounds is we understand our cultural pride and we don't complain about it. We're just waiting for the right time where we can understand and make our voices be heard in the right way. And it's very important that, that they realize that as they take back, like Putin, for instance, when he took back Russia, even though he's done a lot of atrocities, people don't realize the state of where Russia was when Putin took power. Mm. And Putin was fighting a horrible... Uh, elites in Russia that had used the communist system to destroy and dethrone and, de and decentralize all of the power through warlords and through people that had robbed and raped the people of their finances. And while Putin is demonized very largely, and I'm not defending him, I'm not a Putin advocate, the key thing that we need to remember here is the biggest threat to the elite's plan are strong nationalistic leaders, which is why they work with Putin, which is why they work with, with Trump. And one of the things I was talking with one of my friends today about is it's interesting that one of the main billionaires who has no allegiance to Russia or to the United States that was a victim of Putin's crackdown on the abuse of uh, of people like like basically free market capitalists that had no nationalistic tendencies. He was one of the main funders who helped finance the Russia disinformation campaign of collusion in the United States to both undermine Trump and Putin and why they wanted to connect them together. I'm not defending Putin. I'm not his advocate. And I'm not defending everything Trump did. But they saw two nationalistic leaders who were fighting these elites who had no allegiance to their people. And that's why the Russia collusion was such a big deal because they saw Putin and Trump as people who cared about their nation and wanted to to keep the culture alive. Now, Putin has done terrible things, I know, whatever. But also, you're forgetting how the terrible things these elitists have done and are doing. And they all they do is keep your distraction like, well, Putin did bad things. Sure, you can say that. 
but we're not talking about what you're doing. Maybe Putin did some bad things in Russia, but you guys are doing horrible things globally. You're mm. destroying the na the network of national identity, of strength, of culture, of religion, of faith, in order to undermine society so that you can make profit and destroy the very framework on the identity of humanity. It's disgusting. It's despicable. If I say anything else, I'll probably get canceled. So we're there. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. I worked out how to get the super chats working. Oh, Fun good. Fact. Yeah, guys, I'm not good at electronics. Um, All right, while let's Elijah was talking, I was I'm I'm doing a Google. Now you know what I do. I'm not like ignoring you. I'm just going into this. I know, I know you are, and now I am. I am just. I am on the same level. I think our first our first one is from Zachary. What Biggs. is the date today? No, just look on the right hand Where side. Where am I? Border crisis. Where Border am crisis. I? All right, let's let's get into this. We're we're starting with Zachary Biggs. I want to jump into some super chats here, guys. We're also gonna read some Blaze chats as well. You're gonna pick out a few of them, yes, uh, Brandon. Okay, cool. So Zachary Biggs, you found Zachary Biggs. I'll just let you keep. Oh, going. Oh, you know what I'm gonna do? For Z once, I'm actually gonna put glasses on so I can bloody read. Okay, Zachary Biggs mm, said, nice. in the military, people click up with their own ethnic groups in a big way. I can absolutely see the whole ethno homogeny thing as a good general rule and th the thing is is that that's the key thing is like i went to a very diverse school and a lot of you know if you go to high school is that schools self-segregate it's a very interesting thing and as they try to segregate society versus uh vaccinated and unvaccinated it's actually true that probably most vaccinated people hang out together and mm -hmm. unvaccinated people hang out together you don't really have to force society people that just you know that are that are wanting to you know put whatever they want in their body good good for them you go you go do you and you know that right now it was uh, stated from the blaze.com specifically that vaccinated people uh 50 of them don't want to spend holidays with uh unvaccinated family members so like that's my point is segregation happens naturally mm -hmm. like they automatically don't want to spend time and in my own family my vaccinated mm -hmm. family won't spend time with me mm -hmm. because because i'm not vaccinated so meaning segregation and being with people who are like you not just by race mm -hmm. but by religion by social interests by medical status yeah. is going to happen naturally and you don't have to police it why would you have to put in mandates for vaccines if the people who are vaccinated already don't want to be around the unvaccinated and choose not to be i mean it's a good point it's definitely definitely a good point i mean self-segregation happens regardless i mean there was a video sorry guys my glasses are filthy there was a video that was circulating a little while ago um it was i think it was last year of a young woman going into she was a, on a university campus she basically went into a school um like uh, area of all the students and she said could all the white students leave you're making the poc feel uncomfortable oh, so people yeah. naturally self-segregate i think because people i think are geared towards their own like i said in group preference is definitely a thing this is very weird to put on with uh, headphones on elijah nice. started at the top of the super chats i'm gonna start at the bottom so um no i'm at the bottom okay well i can't read whatever do you see zachary biggs at the <laughs> bottom he should be at the very bottom i see r bracewell 21 and he says mm -hmm. Welcome back. Now watch yourselves. Love you all. We love you too. Okay, let's see. Le Lucario Sward. I have four canker sores. My tongue, I can barely feel my tongue. Lucario Ward said, I'm seriously considering moving to the USA from Australia. Sydney, do you believe it is worth it? Simple answer. Yes or no? Uh, yeah. I mean, Amer America's great. All right. 
for whatever issues it has, it's pretty great. And you definitely are at the top of these. I'm just going to keep reading. No, from the I'm bottom. literally not. He is. Everybody, he's definitely at the top. <coughs> he is. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm. I know. I set up your computer. Um, Joshua Ryman says, "Welcome back from YouTube Jail. You guys are awesome, especially you, Sydney. Keep doing what you're doing and spreading the truth. Thank you, Joshua. I'm below you, so I can see Joshua Ryman." Marielle Isabel says, "Sydney, a nurse at a freedom protest, has claimed <laughs> no, that, that fully... was that was from the twentieth. That was oh, from well, the... that well, that's just it's new though. Well, I don't know what yours is doing, but yours is Jack because Lauren Smart says, y'all are back." Makes work better. Well, I'm glad, Lauren. Our Bracewell 21 says, welcome back, and now watch yourselves. Love y'all. And that's right under there. That's the same people. I already read that one. Josh, oh my gosh, says, I worked for a caregiving company, and one of my clients was a guy with dementia. One of the other caregivers took him to vote. He voted for Joe Biden. Are we really shocked by that? I'm not tremendously shocked. Our Bracewell again says, three days into Twitter experience and somehow labeled as Antifa for supporting the people of Australia. Twitter is an ish whole don't translate are you gonna go to are you gonna go to rachel tressler yes i think you got confused because it messed up one of the icons so you thought that was the bottom but there was like a bunch more below it is it because i'm a woman no it literally just it just (laughs) glitched for some reason it has the wrong icon on one of them even the super chat was from this so that's just them it's all right but new zealand no it's okay don't argue with women that's men know that (laughs) rachel tressler just say okay and then dominate rachel tressler says hello from new zealand a land where the masses worship our Lord and Savior, Jacinda Arden. And you know what? I heard Jacinda, you talked about religion. I heard Jacinda actually did, I'm not trying to be sacrilegious, but I heard Jacinda might have been buried in a tomb and then rose again as well. People are treating Jacinda like the Lord and Savior. And she's, maybe she is because she's she thinks scary, she is. man. Her, fa- I'm not going to be mean. She's, she's, she, she, we live in a society. Ger- <laughs> Gerardo, <laughs> Dicamp, I'm sorry. I'm Contu. So, Contu, I'm so bad with names. Watched a video by Tony Lin called Find the True Jab Casualty using V-A-E, what, V-A, I can't even read with glasses on, V-A-E-R-S, more than double the deaths for all vaccines in the past 30 years. That's the reporting system for vaccine um, negative reactions and deaths. Okay. Interesting. I've never heard of that before. Peter B says, I really hate how YouTube tried to cancel you. You make my life so much better with this stream. Thank you, Sydney Elijah, so much. You're very welcome, Peter. You're very welcome. Peter B, you are welcome. What it, so Darkfire1408 said, um, sometimes I wonder how the masses can be so gullible. Then I think to myself, you know how stupid the average person is. Half of them are dumber. And that's true. Yep. You meet your average person, you're like, this person has absolutely no understanding of the world. And anything about it. I mean, I watched this interview from a Harry. I, I don't know why I was at the gym and they had a, they were interviewing attendees of a Harry Styles concert. I bet that was enlightening. It was. They were like, so what do you think about Harry wearing a dress? And the girls were like, I just like him. And it wasn't even an answer to the dre- mm. uh, to the question. And it was like, you had a simple question. What did you think about a dude that says that's wearing an ugly dress? I like him. And you're like, well, you're stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's not doesn't make me confident when women are still attracted to men in dresses. That is It's very gay. Of, and if Harry Styles yeah. is gay, I also don't get that too. I want to point this out. The weird thing with men and women's clothing with this cross-dressing mm. seems very weird because mm. I feel like I haven't done a lot of thinking if I was a lesbian. I haven't done a lot of thinking. But I've always just thought if I was a lesbian, I would like hot lesbians. Like like why would you why would if you like chicks? Why would you like an ugly girl? And and also, then I was thinking the same thing. If you're a dude and you like men, 
why would you want a sissy girly man? Maybe it's in the community. Maybe it's a weird thing. But I also just think that's kind of like, why wouldn't you want a man if you like men? And why wouldn't you want a hot chick a whole, if you like hot fetish, chicks? Honestly, I don't know. There's like Maybe a whole fetish community it. surrounding this sort of stuff. And also, I mean, Brandon's been saying this in my ear, but I was going to jump in and say, I mean, this has been a part of like music for a really long time. There's a bunch of straight male musicians that have worn dresses and dressed it's like so weirdos. Cool. Mm. Fight, fight the <clears throat> globalist system by being a globalist in a skirt. Patrick Thistle sent us some great British pounds and then said nothing. <laughs> so thank you, Patrick. Or Partrick. Partrick. I can't read. I can't read. Jake Dog says, I missed you both. So happy. Tell not stop wagging. Well, that's good. Keep going. Uh, B, I, I can't. I'm so bad. R Bracewell, 21. <clears throat> By the way, welcome back and calm down. We need you here. We are trying. It's Elijah, guys. He's a bad, bad boy. He says lots of opinions and things, and then he's just a bad boy. Woot do for you says, Sydney Dream Woman, step on me, please. Um, you have to come here if you want okay. me to step on you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, Brian Schultz says, I really wish there was a better way to fund the channel and hopefully with your code censored, Blaze sees how many people support you too and Brandon and Ghost Control Room person <laughs> and gets you a bigger budget. We do. A, we actually would love oh a bigger gosh. budget. You um, would cry. If you saw Kayla, if you, you were, that's our ghost person is Kayla and we're not going to give a last name, but I'm going to tell you this. We have two ghost people. Oh, yeah. We also have Ron, yeah, who has Ron. a beautiful Kayla sounding voice, by the way. Our, our, Ron, are you there? Ron is actually plays God. We, are you there, Ron? Can you come on? Can you come on? Oh, and JB, Mr. Bond is in. He's you can't see him. He's off camera. He's our camera boy. All right. He's, and a Sam person, I believe. He'll come in a second. We have JB as well. They're lovely. Uh, we also have this too. Um, Vince Lasagna says, "When are you both coming out of the closet? Uh, maybe tomorrow. Find out at 7 p.m. Eastern time. <laughs> Perhaps we're both becoming gay." Joshua, oh my gosh, <laughs> it's a good pitch every night. Joshua, oh my gosh, says, so my boss is so incredibly willfully ignorant because he says, politics stress me out. Yeah, no it Shay, no it Shay Sherlock. People like him stress me out. I get it. Yeah. <clears throat> Your friend, Yu Pei Chang, is Young here. Young Pei Chang. Young Pei Chang is here and says, hi, guys. Hi, hi Young. Hi, hi. Um, Rowdy Raff says, hey, guys, Christian conservative from the Philippines here. Been watching Elijah and Sydney for years, praying for your battle against censorship. And by the way, I'm happily married, but I'm a Kez simp. Kez, you have, you have simps. Well, that just tossed oh, my heart. There's Ron. Hey, how are you? We're just introducing you, all of our ghosts now. I told Ron, because you can hear him now, Ron, I'm going to start telling people when she when she bashes on me for believing God in the Bible, I'm going to say, oh, what does God think about it? So I want to try that this. That is so good. God, what do you think about this? Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like a, a stereotypical God voice. I love Ron. All right, Stephen, Stephen Major, what does Stephen Major say? Um, this is probably my favorite one so far. The power of families and strong friendships could should never be underestimated. Policies create laws. Media drives culture. But families determine the future. Go make babies. Rule the world. I mean, I'm excited for you guys to have offspring, but it's traumatizing for me to think about you guys. We're going to jump parents. through a few of these real fast. Mark Hill gave us a thumbs up. Josh, oh my gosh, says, have you all seen the movie Red Pill by Casey J? I haven't. Will it's watch it. It's very good. Fernandez T said, "Hear that, men! It's your fault. Women are loose. Typically, lady won't own up. It's not. It's not just that. It's also the fact that yes, because she can't sleep with you if you also don't sleep with her. Mm. It doesn't mean that she's loose just because of you. But mm. what what Kez was saying, and I and I'll summarize it, is that men often make a lot of the men who make fun of oh sluts and whores and all this stuff are the first ones to sleep with them. And it's like, well, mm. you're the one propagating their lifestyle instead mm. of you know you don't have to help them out of it and be some superhero man, but you could also stop the 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 process by being the first one that says no. Yeah. Judy Weigel sent twenty dollars. Thank you, Judy. You sent nothing. Maybe that's racism. It's just white. Um <laughs> 
go ahead, our Bracewell. <laughs> says at this point, 3K viewers and over 2K, this shows you guys are wanted and loved. We do like being wanted and loved, and we are very appreciative of all the love that and we And we had get. more live viewers. They've already throttled us. I can tell by the numbers that they've throttled the channel. And you know what? We're still going to grow, and we're still going to be great. And no matter if one person shows up, it's going to be amazing, like with the people at Blaze TV. Mm. Curdle Jelly says, love the show, guys. Listen to you via Spotify while at work and rarely catch the live. Glad you're back, Elijah and Kez. You remind me of myself and my wife, you poor, poor woman. <laughs> Someone sees me. <laughs> Vernon Copeland says, Oh, Sandy, reference Grease, great movie. Um, looking good, girl. I'm presuming he's talking about you because you do look good. Hmm? Your hair looks soft. Oh. I think it was, was going to you. You know, you have a little hair like sticking out. Can you see that? No. You can I... see yourself up there. See the little, oh, the little guy? There I am. There you, there you guy. are. He was sticking out the whole time, but I didn't want to say anything. Oh, you should have. I didn't want to say it. Now I've been humiliated on live television. <laughs> It's true. Imagine, never wait, it imagine that voice looking at you in the eyes and saying that you messed up. Like that's that's so hard to hear. It's like it's a lovely voice <laughs> telling you in the softest tone, Elijah. <laughs> it's just it's wonderful. Derek Barry says to check out Saint. Well, I don't know if we can shout out other people's things on. No, you. I I, I think, and I'm sorry, Derek. We can't. We just can't. Simply because we sorry. don't. We get trolled, and we have to be careful. So. Yep. Um, I'm not going to read the name of this. Is it's, See you next Tuesday, yeah. Mick. Mick, F-U-C-K <clears throat> face. As a man, I'm obligated to protect the women within my family and community. I have no obligation to care for a thought across the country, so I mock relentlessly. I mean, Kaz, I'm going to give this one to you because I don't I have the energy. Yeah, I think, I think like, I don't think women come out of the womb wanting to be thoughts or sluts or anything like that. And when you... L go back and see what was it that made this woman this way or act this way, or even a young man. I think it can often be traced back to a weak father or a sexual assault or a bad boyfriend or something. And I think that it really is, I think men are very sexual beings and I think that they have been given the authority to protect women for this. So fine, take care of your own, that's fine. I have compassion, I know other men who have compassion for these women and go, I'm going to hold the other men around me to a higher standard to protect these women. And I'm not just going to mock them because she had a weak dad mm. or because she had a crappy boyfriend who abused her or pushed her or because she got trafficked or whatever it was, you know, maybe she's just a loose cannon, but I really do think that it does come back to fathers and strong male figures in women's lives that give them direction. So fine, keep to your own. But also, I don't know. I think that's a little bit heartless, but I understand. Yeah, I mean, to each their own. But yeah, you obviously disagree, and I'm yeah. sure lots of other people disagree too. And We're, I'm sure some people. We have agree a couple with from Blaze TV. Go ahead. Yeah, what's uh, what's Elijah and Sydney's reaction to the new Veritas video? Uh, Which oh the what we I'm just you know never what surprised I we will talk about this. But we've been, um, this is what's crazy, is this is why we're going to do some things. I do believe that it's absolutely actually true, but I have to be very careful right now because they're trying to take us off the air for specifically commenting on this and two other things, and we're trying to skirt around the censors right now. Uh, but if you want to know what we think about the Veritas video, you can um, watch Slightly Offensive tomorrow at 11.30 a.m. Central Time that's going live on Slightly Offensive, where I'm going to get into that. I'm going to just like blaze through some of these yeah. um, these super chats just because I, I know that you, I want to read them because I 
I appreciate that you guys donate to us, um, but I also don't want to, you know, keep you guys for a, a thousand years. So Aaron Redacted said, love this gateway drug. Everyone, please don't bogart. You are here. Take two puffs. <laughs> pass to the left. Hopefully they'll move to the right. Remember the mantra, puff, puff, pass. Michael Stone Cipher says, missed you guys uh, so much. I subscribed to Blaze TV for a year, so I won't miss you guys. And I'm glad you're also on Rumble too. Thank you for that. Asking person says, take my money. Oh, we will. I don't know how to pronounce this. MTN Gnome says, should people who get money from the government every month be allowed to vote? Um, it really shits me. If you have no skin in the game and you're not paying taxes and you are just siphoning money from the government, probably not. I'll read a couple real fast. Someone said, have you thought about being on wrong opinion? Actually, Josh has a friend of ours. He's been over my house many times. And um, that's true. Also, someone said, please read this. Don't be bald like Tim Pool or gay like Ben Shapiro. Why? Oh, shoot. I, didn't, I just started reading it. Why do Trump and Shapiro still promote the you know what? By the way, I was originally going to send 200, but YouTube blocked me from sending my original chat. That's fine. Google stinks. Uh, so that's fine. Um, I'll tell you this. Uh, I don't think Tim Pool pu pushes the... I don't think Tim Pool pushes that, uh, but I do know that Ben Shapiro um, gets a lot of uh, political stuff right and a lot of the cultural stuff wrong, and a lot of people believe that America is a system that it was founded by our nation. This is a very important fact, but in reality, they don't realize that we are controlled by globalists who hate us, mm. and they haven't caught on yet. So they're not as awake as you think they are. That's the same reason why Trump pushes it as well, because he just doesn't understand that these people are objectively evil and they hate you. Very true. Um, ex I'm, ex I'm assuming this is supposed to say Excalibur. Excalibur, <laughs> yes. First time I could be live here. Hope to see the Miss podcast on YouTube. Please stay strong bringing us this show slash bringing us this show. We need this to stay motivated and positive. I hope one day regular people like me can be guests I've DM'd. Um, and yes, regular, pe re regular people, we're, st we're still regular people, will in fact be uh, here. We're just very bad at planning. And also, I'll do, I'll do two more. Cody Arnold said, Kezia made great points today. Also, my culture doesn't wear masks or force uh, vaccinate people. Um, I like this. Oh, I probably can't. Last bring it one. Up. Here we go. Last one. There's a lot of pressure because there's a lot of. There's well, a lot we have of one really, more after that from you, right? Really good ones. Uh, yeah, there's a good one that I like. Yeah. They just asked, "Will we will we invite Alex Jones into the studio?" Yes. There's a standing invitation. The second I can get him in, him in yeah. here, yeah, that's I can die after that. I can and, die happy. Yeah, <laughs> and and actually, uh, so that we don't have a lame podcast with Alex. We're planning on doing just the beginning part on YouTube mm -hmm. and then taking the whole podcast over to Blaze TV where we're going to get into everything. Yeah. And yes, Alex will probably be drinking and it'll probably be very inappropriate, uncensored, obscene, and probably go for two and a half hours at least into the most ridiculous crap. And I'll, I'll preface I'll, everyone working on the show. I'll provide you drinks and food that night because we'll be here for a second. Oh, we might go five hours. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be here for a second. I got two. two. I know that but these are cute. So this one says, and I love this. So Jacob Baker says, hey, Elijah, I'm the Marine who's getting kicked out. Just wanted to say thank you for what you said to me on Friday. Also, F in the chat for the YouTube mess. Love you all. I just joined the Telegram. And then this one's cute, too. Yeah. This is from GT who says, E, this is $10 for you to put towards longer pants. JK, I get it. You're wading <laughs> ankle deep through YouTube's BS. Gotta stay clean. Love the new show. She likes it. Those are are my favorite pants that he's got. I love them. They look <laughs> Do you great. buy his clothes, Kezia? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> I, actually, every time he goes shopping without me, it really bugs me and I have to 
get she, return yep. them. I do not like capitalist. When Elijah shops for himself, he brings home really bizarre outfits. <laughs> to just everybody else out. who left a super chat that didn't get read, just just to let you know, I have in fact read them. So I've read them, and we, I think some of them are very we, funny. We read them, we, and we we're gonna have figure the this out as we go. Um, but anyway, uh, I just got to say a huge shout out to everyone here. I want to give a huge shout out to our whole crew, to Kayla, to Rhonda, JB, um, specifically those that are helping, to Brandon, of course. Oh yeah, to God, <laughs> to God of the lowercase G though. That's the key thing. Um, to uh, to to Brandon, and then to of course Kezia. You can follow our Crocs on wherever you can find social media. And um, you know, I'm gonna I'm doing this again. You did it so well last night. Yeah. Give us the sign out. You want it again? Well, I was yeah. gonna say uh, as per usual, if you're listening to this on audio only, uh, feel free to leave us a five star review. We do love that. We will get to reading them. I promise it's coming. Um, you know, write Brandon messages and make him do it because he's in charge of the reviews. I'm sorry, guys. It's, uh, it's, it's out of my hands. So, um, yeah, if, if you're listening audio only, we really appreciate that as well. Um, makes a big difference to us, obviously, with this video. Like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Um, so I will I'll give you the, the notorious sign out. Life's a lot of bullshit. A lot of bullshit, guys. Unfortunately, you are here and so are we. And we will see you tomorrow night where we come out of the closet. <laughs> 